From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, meteorologist and social media manager at Agora Pulse Jen Watson, star of Tornado Hunters Greg Johnson, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn Storm Spotter and Chaser Bill Johnson. Hey, welcome everybody to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, if you want to check out more of our shows, we've had all kinds of great guests in the past. Uh, just go to our website, stormfrontfreaks.com, where we also have a uh, Zoom Radar Chaser map. You can follow Storm Chasers and their live streaming videos. Uh, it's got an interactive radar, all kinds of cool stuff. But you'll also find the previous shows with previous guests like meteorologist uh, Ada Manzone. We've also had Storm Chaser Simon Brewer, uh, just to name a couple. But uh, this is episode 109. We're with broadcast meteorologist and hurricane and disaster preparedness expert. And those are just a few of her titles. Uh, but Cheryl Nelson is with us tonight. We're excited to have Cheryl on board. Hey, hey guys. Uh, we also we also get to go through the lightning round with her. We're going to have a good time tonight with Ooh. that. We've got Kim's new segment, assuming she shows up. Uh, <laughs> blame it on the weather. Uh, hashtag weather fools and much, much more. But before we get to all of that, we always got to find out uh, which of our co-hosts actually happened to show up tonight. And we do that by, by finding out what everybody's drinking. It also introduces the fact we like to be laid back, have a little fun, and and, and someone uh, once on, on one of our Apple podcast reviews asked if this was a drinking podcast. <laughs> and, and yes, actually, yeah. it, it is. Yeah. We, we do that as well. But uh, we have so no it's, problem with that. Exactly. Exactly. So it's happy hour. Let's see who's here. MJ, I'm going to start with you. What are you drinking, MJ? Okay. I've got uh, this time a uh, frosty mug with a pint of uh, Green Belt Northeast tonight. Grain belt. Oh. Wow. I haven't had that in a long time. I know. It's good. <laughs> you come up with the best beers, Grain MJ. <laughs> good. Maz, Maz, what are you drinking this evening? I'm back to the summer. Summer shandy. Oh, Liney. Liney Kugel. Nice. Oh, wait, it's, it's, wait, my background is morphing into the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the tell all that's that's not really darn Maz's, it cheryl darn it not really his living room and, and if you're listening to the show you can always uh check out uh, youtube.com uh just search stormfront freaks you can find all the videos of our recordings of these that we call stormfront freaks rob and i'm going to jump to dina what are you drinking tonight dina i'm drinking a big cool vodka and cranberry and I made it nice and strong. Looks tasty. Ooh. So we're going to have a good time tonight. I am anyway. See how long, well, at least you are. <laughs> see how long you make it. All right. And we're, we're hoping Kim will jump on board. She uh, she said, quote, unquote, her internet was out. But we all know what that means. Aww. She didn't pay her when bill. When you send that message no. that your internet is out. So I hope I hope they're having a good time. But uh, until then, Maz, let's, uh, let's get to our guest. Awesome. We're excited to have Cheryl Nelson with us tonight. She's a spokesperson, TV host, broadcast meteorologist, natural disaster, wait, preparedness expert. She's not a disaster herself. <laughs> and lifestyle expert. She hosted the TV special, Get Ready America, the National Hurricane Survival Test. Cheryl's currently the co-host of the popular weekday lifestyle TV show, Coast Live, on WTKR-TV in Norfolk, Virginia, or Norfolk. 
Norfolk, Virginia, depending upon where you're from. She received her bachelor's of science in meteorology from Penn State University. Woo! Welcome, Cheryl. And I'm guessing you did you. So did you grow up in Pennsylvania or are you from Virginia or where? Where? Tell us your tour. Yeah, great question. And I'm so happy to be here. By the way, I'm drinking strawberry wine tonight. So I'm happy to partake with you guys in that. But I was actually born in Connecticut and lived there till I was nine. And then my family moved to Richmond, Virginia. And Richmond is basically home for me. But I chose Penn State because one out of four meteorologists is a Penn State graduate. So I went there for the name and I really enjoyed it. Following the crowd. <laughs> it's like a, hey, a lot of no. good meteorologists have come out of Penn State. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, great school. Cheryl, you have like so many titles and things you do, and meteorology doesn't always seem to be like the jumping point you would think for that. So, how did you get into like lifestyle expert and TV hosts and everything? And so many kind different of things morphed. I know I've done so many other things. I mean, the other things that you probably don't know about me is I have a certificate of. Uh, photography and also pharmaceutical sales, um, pharmacology. I've done that as well. So I've kind of been <laughs> all over the map, which is so bizarre. But believe it or not, I knew at nine years old that I wanted to be a broadcast meteorologist. So did that for a decade and then just kind of started dipping my feet in different things and trying things out. And it was actually when I won the title of Mrs. Virginia in 2014, wow. I chose the platform of natural disaster preparedness. And that is when I launched into doing a lot of this other stuff with disaster preparedness. And that kind of turned into lifestyle expert and helping people prepare for different types of events and traveling as well is another big one for me. And it's it's crazy how you kind of think you have a path, but then life always takes you in different directions. And actually I've never been happier doing everything that I'm doing now. And because of all of this, I put an umbrella, no pun intended, over what mm -hmm. I do. And I formed my own LLC called Prepare With Share. What kind of pharmaceuticals can you get us? Oh, I can't. Uh, that's my secret. It had to come out. <laughs> no, so I have some samples. <laughs> you know, so I used to. I used to have a whole trunk load of samples, but not anymore. Oh, bummer. That's funny. So tell us, how does how has your past prepared you for your current and and future? I've I've had a lot of disappointments. Uh, I mentioned that when I won Mrs. Virginia in 2014. I'd actually been doing pageants for 10 years and I was always the runner up, you know, the third runner up, second runner up. I never actually won. And finally I won that title. And it's not just about the crown. I mean, people, when they think of pageants, they think, oh, it's all fluff and this and that, but actually so much of it is the interview and your platform. And from doing that and, and winning that and having so many disappointments, it really prepared me for all different types of jobs. I mean, you never know what kind of question you're going to get asked in a pageant interview. And the same thing happens in life. One job to another, you don't know what people are going to ask you. And so, I don't know, I think I just now am prepared for anything that somebody throws at me. You're not runner up with us, just to let you know. You are uh, top. Uh, you know, I, I am the crown. What does it be the crown? Wear the crown. You are oh, the crown. Oh, we need crown. So, so just so you I know, like we're, we're we're not done with our questioning yet. So you said you're prepared for all these questions. I'll just keep drinking. Welcome, yeah. yep, welcome to start. So, right. so I, before, before we get into, because here I want to get into some of the the hurricane stuff, and yeah. uh, we got some action going on already. But 
Uh, th- this I did not know about you is the Mrs. Virginia. So w- what led you to that pageant route? Was this something you did as a child as well? And, and how do you want to pursue? <laughs> no, Mrs. my Virginia? family is, is so not about pageants at all. And it was actually because I wanted to be a broadcast meteorologist. And I was the shyest little girl growing up. And I'll never forget I told my middle school guidance counselor, it was one of those meetings where you tell them what you want to be when you grow up. And I said, I wanted to be a broadcast meteorologist. She laughed at me because, ah. oh my gosh, oh, yeah, no. because I, was, I was so shy. I was dorky. I, it's amazing that I actually came out of my shell, but I did theater in high school and that's one way I forced myself to get out of my shell. And then once I went to Penn State, the first pageant I ever did was actually Miss Pennsylvania USA, which I was completely unprepared for. Um, every other girl got a spray tan. They had their hair and makeup professionally done. I was probably as white as a ghost up there. I did not belong on that stage, but oh, okay. you got you to gotta live and learn. But I, I did that to force myself out of my comfort zone so I could be prepared for a career in television. Where's the person who laughed at you now? <laughs> yeah. Good question. I don't Let's know. Get her That's on. a good question. That's a good Let's question. Let's get her on right now. Yeah, we have her on the other line. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, going to be so, so hard. They laugh at you. That would make crazy. me almost try harder. It, it did. It did. And the same thing happened, you know, in high school, too. When I, I joined theater, people were going, Cheryl joined theater. And then I got roles and plays. And I had a, a leading role my senior year. And so it's one of those things where I'll show you. That's kind of the mentality I got. So what? So I'm, I'm sticking only in this area because we're talking about it. So I, I want to know what is the craziest, most embarrassing, whatever moment it was uh, in these pageants you were in. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I don't know if I would call it embarrassing per se, but I remember when I was at the Mrs. International pageant, this was in 2014 when I was Miss Virginia and I was backstage and we were waiting for our next turn to go up and all of the girls, everybody's feet hurt and they all decided to sit on this table backstage. And so I was standing up against it and well, the table collapsed from the weight of all the girls and it fell on my ankle and my foot and I collapsed to the ground in pain and it it was awful. Uh, They had to carry me out of there and take me to urgent care. And the big pageant, yeah, was that night. And they said, well, I guess Cheryl's not going to compete. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm I'm coming back, you know? And so I went to urgent (laughs) care. It was not broken, thank God. God, but it was badly um, sprained and bruised. And they they wrapped it up and told me to stay off my feet for a few days. I said, that's not going to happen. So I came back later that night, had my heel strapped on and I competed. <laughs> good that's for you. Tough. Yeah. Wow. That is Women good. are tough. When we <laughs> Nobody's going to take that away from me. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's, let's get down the hurricane route now. So my, my <laughs> question is this. I so you, you talk about that was kind of your platform, right? Was disaster yeah. and, and hurricane preparedness and all that. Right. What, what, what do you do and, and what are you studying and what are you looking at to become a, a hurricane preparedness expert? I mean, what, what, what are the things that, that you've taught yourself that mm-hmm. you're able to share with other people uh, that allow you to, 
be able to claim that and speak that. Yeah, I, I actually learned a lot, um, not only through my meteorology career and going to Penn State, but also I'm a certified instructor for FEMA's National Disaster Preparedness Training Center. So through that, I took courses and became certified to teach hurricane, winter weather, tornado, and flooding awareness. And I teach a bunch of emergency managers, first responders, public officials, public works, all types of people who are involved in the planning process. And through that, I really started to focus more on preparedness as well. And I decided, well, since I'm doing all of this work for FEMA, why not launch into my own company and start doing it myself? And I started getting requests. Hey, can you fly down here and give a talk at our convention? Can you come talk to this group of people at this um, facility with a bunch of actually elderly people? And so I did that as well. And it was something that kind of just one thing led to another. And all of a sudden, I became a preparedness expert just based on my experience and things that I'd done. Is there anything you can't do? I know. <laughs> no, you there's not. Do Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good. oh, that's a good point. Actually, I cannot sing. I cannot dance. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, let's I try. Let's I, try a little I, bit. I, no, 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 no. In fact, I'm going to go back to that. It's funny you ask about the talent because my sister always made fun of me when I did pageants. She goes, Cheryl, you don't have a talent. You can't be in pageants. And my <laughs> talent was always theater. I always did a monologue, but back when I was competing, nobody ever won with a monologue. Um, to this day though, she still says I have no talent. <laughs> I think Macbeth did. I think <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> I do have a question for you with all these preparedness um, things that you do, you know, there's different ones. There's winter, there's hurricane, there's severe, but there's got to be something that you could tell people that's pretty much across the board, no matter what type of weather, whether it's a mm -hmm. hurricane prepared, like what's the best thing you could tell anybody, no matter what type of weather they're trying to prepare for? Yeah, I think the number one thing is communicate with your family, have a disaster prep kit, not just at home, but also in your vehicle and also have one at work for those of us who are still going into the office, you know, with with the pandemic and everything. But it's amazing how much people don't communicate and they they don't have a family meeting place. They don't know where to go. They don't practice tornado drills um, and then their disaster kit. I once did this kind of man on the street type report why I went out to a local farmer's market in my area and I went around asking people name three items that you have in your disaster prep kit. They could only name water. And I'm going, really? That's all you can name? And somebody else- Not even a Band-Aid? <laughs> well, somebody else had a gun and bullets. And I'm going, okay, all right. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, that's, that's Zombie They're really prepared. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it, so I think that really got me going too. And I'm going- People really don't know what they have to have in their disaster kit. I say, do you have a NOAA weather radio? And they go, what's that? And I'm going, yeah, okay, right. you've got to stop always relying on your cell phones. Right. Um, mm -hmm. If we were to have something like a Katrina or a Sandy, um, even a, a bad winter storm, wildfires, I mean, you name it, floods, there's so many things that could happen. And people think it's not going to happen to them. They're complacent. And sure. I was covering actually a tropical storm on the coast of Virginia Beach uh, one time. This was actually eh, a couple of years ago. And I was talking to this couple and I said, so are you ready for the storm? Are you prepared for it? And they go, ah, it's just a tropical storm. We don't really worry unless it's a category three or higher. And yeah. I'm going, mm. okay, that's the problem. We need to educate the public better because they're so focused on 
the storm, the cat three, the cat four. No, mm -hmm. you got to look past that and, and look at the storm surge. I mean, that's the number one killer and other things that come with these hurricanes and, and they just don't, they yeah. think it's not going to happen to them. They've lived through it before. They're fine. Sure. There's no difference between a category two at 110 and a cat three at 111 or something, you know, it's just no difference. Right. Yeah. But yeah. They don't focus the, on the, the title. Yeah. Right. Cheryl, name seven things in your preparedness kit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Okay. So yes. All right. I've got the non-perishable food. I've got the water. I've got the NOAA weather radio. I've got the cell phone charger. I've got a flash drive with documents on it. I've got food for my pets. I've got sturdy shoes. Is that seven? How many was that? It is. I go back to number four. What was what's, number four? What's the flash drive with the yeah, documents. What, what, document yeah, the documents. Right. What are you oh. oh, see? Okay. So that, this is actually something everybody should have because let's say, God forbid, a tornado rips through your house. And, you know, I've got a safe with all of the important stuff in it. I've got a flash drive with important documents. So copies of insurance information, copies of your license, your passport, mm -hmm. um, bank information, insurance. I said that and pet information, medical information. All of that should be on a flash drive that you have access to. Uh, also, inventory of your home. How many of you guys have actually mm. taken pictures mm. of every room in your house? Yeah. And you have the inventory to prove to your insurance right. company that you That's have a good this point stuff. too. Yeah. I'm just going to call Cheryl if there's a problem. I know. Please yeah. I remember the old days. Like I, I, and I still have it. I have like, it's a safe. I mean, it's not like you couldn't open it, but it's more for like fires and things. But it, I always called it the grab and go mm -hmm. in case there's ever an emergency. You grab it. That's got like. It's your, a go bag. It's birth certificates. Mm -hmm. It's got your. The first aid kit. Yeah. Flashlight like batteries, all that stuff. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it's got like marriage certificate, like the things that you mm -hmm. can't would be where, very hard to replace, and then you could just take it. Yep, so all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a... going to take a picture of Maz's blue screen background. And that's what my, I'm going to tell that's my, my house. house. That was <laughs> my house. My He's going to be going to everybody's house taking a picture of their like Harley, and <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a picture of it too. Actually, now that I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> so what about your, what about your, uh, the, the drive? Is it waterproof or how? So you know, that's is... a great question too. So the flash drive, I actually put it in one of those waterproof bags inside. the oh, safe. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's in, smart. Encrypted, I hope. Right. Ew, I don't know if it's encrypted, but oh, nobody's okay. getting it in my safe. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it out of my bra later. Cause I ain't right. giving it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, I love that. I love her. Oh, Cheers to that. We're right down there. Cheers. Where's your drink? So, oh, here so we go. is there is is there anything <laughs> new, Cheryl? Uh, in the past couple of years, with some of the hurricanes that we have had in the U.S., has there been any new revelations of like, wow, never thought about this, but but you should be prepared for X, Y, Z, because yeah. we just found out in the last couple of years that that's important too. Yes. And I, a lot of people focus on, am I in a flood zone? And if they're not in the flood zone, they don't think that they need flood insurance. But look at Florence, look at Harvey. I mean, you look at all these recent hurricanes and what they've done. I mean, we're getting the 100 year flood, quote unquote, mm -hmm. several years in a row. And people think, oh, it happened. It's not going to happen for another 100 years. No, the chance is the same every year. And the public doesn't realize that. And I think to an extent, even myself, as I was younger, I thought, oh, it's all about the flood zones. And I'm realizing, okay, 
you can really not be in a flood zone and still have significant flooding. And that's, that's the number one thing that I try now to, to push to people. Well, look at Ellicott City, Maryland. They yes. got hit twice. Them too. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What happened here? What did I, you I like I was trying to quietly burp, so I apologize. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll do this. I, I think this that's a good cut. I was just trying to tell everybody we'll do one more question oh, before okay. break. Uh, but hey, that's that's a perfect cue. So uh, we're going to go ahead and, and refill, maybe use the little boys room uh, or little girls room if that's what's needed. And uh, we're going to be right back with Cheryl and also play the lightning round. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Mark Massaro, known as Maz, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening device. Hey, here's a message to get you weather ready. The spring season is here, and we want to prepare you for spring weather threats, which includes flooding. If you're in your car, do not drive into flooded roadways or around a barricade. Turn around, don't drown. You know that saying. Water may be deeper than it appears and can hide many hazards like sharp objects, washed out road surfaces, and electrical wires. A vehicle caught in swiftly moving water can be swept away in a matter of seconds. Just 12 inches of water can float a car or a small SUV, and 18 inches of water can carry away large vehicles. For more information, please visit the NOAA Weather Ready Nation website at weather.gov forward slash WRN. Hey, welcome back, everybody. So, so we're with disaster and hurricane preparedness expert Cheryl Nelson uh, is here tonight, and 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 Cheryl. So, you obviously you had you had kind of started talked about uh, graduating from Penn State meteorology degree and and going into broadcast meteorology. Um, you, you talked a little bit about kind of getting your toes wet and other things, but I'm I'm a little curious as to why maybe why you didn't really continue to, to pursue that and, and pursued other media avenues and, and things of that nature, but also talk about that as well as finish with giving advice to people that are wanting to still pursue broadcast meteorology. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're really going to get into this. So I will tell you straight up, that after doing television weather for about a decade, um, to be honest with you, it was the shift work. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that, whether you're doing the weekend, What was that? The, sh the sh yeah. what kind of work? Shift work. Oh, shift. <laughs> shift. What do you think I said? Okay. <laughs> Kidding. The shift, like I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a family show? I thought it was a family show. No. Uh, we we, ed we edited it out yeah. for the podcast. Wait till we'll, later. We'll beep it out. Ah, okay, okay. But yeah, so shift S -H -I -F -T. <laughs> work with weekend evenings, doing the morning, waking up at 1 a.m., mm -hmm. you know, getting home at 1 a.m. So yeah. honestly, I never saw my spouse. I had no life. I, I missed out on weddings, reunions, baby showers, bridal showers. I mean, you name it. I was missing out yeah. on a lot of things. And after doing that for a decade, it was just, we need you to do more, 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 mm -hmm. and we're going to pay you less. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? There are other things that I can do to be happy. So I, I did a variety of things. I worked for the U.S. Joint Staff 
for a bit as a media planner and we did disaster scenario exercise simulations. So basically I wrote fake news scripts about different disasters and I can't tell you any more than that um, <laughs> on, on the clearance wow. level, but I did that for a while and I actually still do that on the side as well. But that, and then I decided, well, okay. Cause they made everybody take a pay cut and I'm like, okay, well that's not going to work. So what else can I do? So then I got my, certificate in pharmacology and I tried pharmaceutical sales and I actually really enjoyed that but it was one of those things where I'm going mm, I don't know if this is my calling then I did college admissions for a year <laughs> and while I was a college admissions rep I knew this was not the place for me it was fine but it wasn't my passion and it was during that year that I won the title of Mrs. Virginia and I actually did that full time for a year. And that put me back on track into weather preparedness, media. And thank goodness that that happened. Otherwise, I'm not sure where I would be right now. So as far as advice to people who are looking to go into, say, TV meteorology, for example, I, I would just say, know what you're getting into. Um, do your research beforehand and be prepared to do the crappy shifts for a while <laughs> and and to miss out on a lot of um, family yeah. and friend functions. And it's it's almost like you're a doctor in a way because you're always on call. They can call you in at any point, which comes with the territory. And I was fine with that. But it, there came a point where I said, okay, I've got to now put my personal life first. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a balance of, of what you got to do to make yourself happy. So Dr. Cheryl, um, <laughs> how how did you get the gig with the uh, the joint staff? That that is so cool. That is Thank cool. you. It's she tosses actually, it in like yeah, the joint staff. I just yeah, I'm know. like, whoa, whoa, slow down there. What? <laughs> it was actually through people who knew me from doing the weather uh, in Norfolk, and mm. they kind of said, "Hey, so we hear you're you're leaving TV. Would you like to do this? Would you like to interview?" I said. Sure, why not? So I did it. I was like, oh, this is actually really, really cool. And it was neat to get a, a look inside the black box, so to speak, of yeah. the military and, and the government and, and just different things going on. So you got a clearance? I do. <laughs> Top secret. Oh. Well, it used to be. Not anymore. So now I'm just um, kind of a freelance person there. So now it's just secret, but I so think it's just on NWS wow. chat. That's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about any of that. No. They they couldn't dredge up anything from the other pageants, huh? They're like, oh she's out of here. I know, oh. right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's I'm with it. That's so cool though, because you know, like a lot of us sit around a lot of times and go, what would we do if we didn't do this? You know, mm -hmm. like I know I've done the same thing for over 20 years, you know, in variations in whether um but you think, God, this is all I seem to know anymore. What would I branch out to? It's, so how did you, yeah, it's so weird that you found so many different avenues when like a lot of us sit around going, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> and I did do that for, for quite some time. I mean, I, I was very unhappy the last year I was doing TV weather for the reasons I described. And mm -hmm. Penn State has a great career counseling center. And I called them up. I did all those like, career surveys. I bought career books. I'm going, I was lost. I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with myself, with my career. And uh, I, I just, you had to, I guess, do all these things to get you back where you needed to be. But I don't think I would have gotten there unless I tried this, this, and this. Does that how make sense? Did you, 
Yeah. Right. How long did you stay in counseling then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I hear a thunderbolt coming. Uh -oh. yep. <laughs> no, not, not quite. No, so not I, I, oh, no, okay. no, I still, so I, I'm not done with my questions yet. So, mm. um, so that was great, great advice, obviously for people looking to get into that. Um, so now your route has changed and you're doing these, this, you're doing all kinds of stuff now, right? With speaking and with, um, like, con are you like contracting for other kind of broadcast type shows and, and things like that? Yeah. What, what in the last, give me in the last five years, Outside of what you're doing on a regular daily basis, um, currently with the show that you're on, local mm -hmm. show that you do, outside of that, in the last five years, what's probably been the most interesting gig you took? And why oh, was it so I interesting? I know, I know what this is. Uh, so I still do some weather reporting as well. So I didn't completely step away from TV weather. And actually, I do some work part-time with the AccuWeather Network. And I applied for a grant through the National Science Foundation. And it was one of those things where they wanted somebody to cover climate change stories in Alaska. And I said, oh my gosh, I would love to do this. This would be perfect. So I pitched it to them. This was uh, a couple of years back. And they said, yeah, let's go for it. So anyway, I, I won the grant, which was amazing. And myself and an AccuWeather videographer went up to Alaska for I think it was about nine days. I planned out the entire itinerary and I arranged interviews with different researchers in different aspects of climate change. And we traveled from Anchorage up to Barrow, which is way, oh, way up. Oh, I went in the Arctic Ocean. Yes, and I wow. went to Tulik Field Station, which was um, several hour drive on a dirt road to get there in the middle of Alaska. It was nine hours away from the nearest hospital, which is a little creepy, wow. but I'd use an outhouse there. But anyway, it was the most <laughs> spectacular experience of my career being able to do all these stories on this research that was going cutting edge research in the Arctic and, and then to do a series of five specials on it on the AccuWeather Network. And I actually won a Telly Award for my reporting. So I was um, I was just super great. excited. I did proud see, that I did all that. It was great. I love the just the scenery because I've always Aww. loved that. So I was like, I was going to ask you what was your favorite place and you just really said it. I'm like, that that was so cool. Yes, thank you. It, it really was. And I would love to do more like that. I mean, I think moving forward, I'd love to do something for, you know, National Geographic or Discovery or some of the other mm -hmm. networks out there. And just because I love travel and I love weather and media and I really just want to share my passion. Was it Barrow in January? And no, it was Barrow in August. But it's oh, okay. 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 No. Much better. Yeah, that's yeah. much better. Well, hey, that's the sound. It's time for our lightning round. So this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions uh, that we always have with our guests. Yeah, yeah. We always invite everybody to play along, so please join us where you're at. But tonight, uh, we're going we're gonna to play an interesting game uh, that we're going to call uh, Legal or Illegal. Ooh. Yeah, Maz, you'll like this right. one. Legal or like illegal. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so, here, so here's the scoop. So you talked a little bit, Cheryl. Uh, it was briefly mentioned that you, you also have pets. You're, you're into uh, pet... Uh, preparedness. Prepared, pet preparedness. <laughs> and, and so first tell us what kind of pets do you have, you personally? Okay. Personally, I have four rescue cats. Wow. And, and they are what? What kind of pets? 
So uh, the cats are, there's two tortoiseshell cats, one black cat and one gray cat, but they're all rescues. They well, are. How many okay. do you have to have to officially be known as a cat lady? That's what I well, want. That's a good question. <laughs> Four, actually. Four. <laughs> okay. So I'm a cat lady. So, so, here's, so here's what it's going to be. Um, these, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you the name of various types of animals. And what you have to do, Cheryl, is you have to tell me, are these pets that are legal to have in Virginia oh, no. where you live? Oh. Are they legal to have um, without a permit? Or would it be illegal to have these pets without a permit? Oh, you're like, gonna stump me. Well, it's like Tiger you know, King, this, isn't it? It's yeah. a little there, bit. There you go. It's kind of a, a little bit of, of Tiger, Tiger Queen. It's not a stump game. It's really just a hey, because these are some bizarre ass animals that I'm about to share with you, and it's no one's gonna get these anyway. So, <laughs> okay. and you probably will if anybody. But so you just have to tell me. I'm gonna name an animal, and I will tell you this: the co-hosts, they're they're welcome to. Miss pitch it. in, but none of them live in Virginia. And um, yeah, I don't know, Dina. You might, you might, you've got pets. You might be able to, to help a little All bit. Right. But so here we go. I'm going to give you a name. Snake. And you just, Cheryl, you just tell me legal or illegal. Oh no, and it's legal, legal with a permit, right? Uh, if well, it's illegal if you have to have a permit in order to have it. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, because listen, so I'm, here's how this works. So I give you the pet name. So like I say, um, dog, right? And then you just say, yeah, legal, meaning you right. don't have to have a permit to have a dog. Or you say illegal, meaning if you don't have a permit, that's illegal to have that, to have a okay, dog. Okay, fine. All right. Does okay. that make sense? Okay, fine. We'll play your way. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My show, damn it. Double mega. Okay. So, so, so here's, here's the first one. Um, Llama. Llama. Is that a legal animal that you can have without a permit in Virginia? Or mm. is that illegal? Meaning if you don't have a permit, you that's... I'm going you, illegal. I don't know. I don't like this permit stuff because I know people have llamas here. Um, yeah. But oh, I don't know if you need a permit. Yeah. So um, what do you think? Do you think it's yeah. legal to have without a permit? Or do you think we you need to have need one? Permit. I'm gonna, so I'm going to guess illegal. You're going to say illegal? Oh, come on. Sorry. So it's legal. You can have a llama. Apparently, you don't need to have a permit uh, for that one. Uh, the next one is alpaca. So kind of similar animal. Alpaca. Legal. Legal. You're going to say legal? Legal. That would be yes. correct. That okay. is a, a legal oh, okay. animal. Ding, ding. I thought he was trying to give us a trick there. All right. I how know, about, the how about a, it. a bear? A bear. No. Is that legal or illegal? Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> Illegal. No, no, no. You're... This isn't Russia. You have to have a permit in order to have a bear. So that's Russia illegal. have all the bears. I got it right. Why'd you give me the ant? Oh, she said illegal. Yeah, I'm sorry. My oh, bad. Okay. <laughs> Too much alcohol. To wow. Well, okay, remember that. Remember that big jug of <laughs> um, mug of alcohol <laughs> I had. I only got about yeah. a quarter left. So it's number sorry. four. Sorry. I'll give you another bell yes, just because you deserve it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah, bear is illegal. You got that right. All right, next one, tigers. So, tiger woman, uh, can you have a tiger without a permit? Is that a legal animal or illegal to have? Illegal. You said illegal. That's correct. Yay. All right. Uh, uh, now, this one, though, how about alligators? Alligators. Uh, most You would say illegal. illegal. That would be correct. Got to be. How about a wolf? A wolf. No. Illegal. Illegal. That's illegal. Nice. Uh, how about a camel? Camel. Camel. Yeah. 
Okay. No, but I don't animals here. Illegal. Illegal. You're going to say illegal? Oh, you can on. have a cam. You don't need a permit oh. for a camel. Can cam. like what? An That's you crazy. Yeah. One yeah. for two. That's what? right. Uh, chinchilla. <laughs> what was that? What was a chinchilla. That? A chinchilla. <laughs> legal or illegal? Legal. Legal? Correct. Yeah. Don't need a permit for that one. Uh, hyena. <laughs> I don't know who would even want one, but do you need a permit for one? I'm going to say it, illegal. You're going to say illegal? You'd be correct. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of mean, aren't they? Uh, yeah. How about a weasel? Those long little things. Dude, they're terrible too. Why would someone weasel. have a weasel? Mm, legal? You're going to say legal? Oh, That's oh. illegal. That's really? actually illegal. You got to have a permit for a weasel. Okay. All right, we'll finish it up. Last one. So rides on this one, Calico Cats. Oh, legal well, that's, that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> that is. All right. I, I figured I'd give you an easy one at the yes. end. In, in my world, Calico Cats would be illegal. You would need yeah. to have a permit. Yeah. Yeah. They're the best. We have a snake in there. I was waiting for some kind of crazy snake. All right, great job, Cheryl. That was you. You did very well. Okay, so really? here's uh, share with everybody. No pun intended. Uh, share with everybody how they can find you on the web and social media and all that good stuff. All right, so social media. We've got LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go to Cheryl Nelson TV. C H E R Y L N E L S O N TV. And my website is prepare with share, C H E R, prepare with share.com. Cool. See, no pun intended, share. Uh, <laughs> but uh, folks, we're, uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take our final break. Uh, we're looking forward. We're going to be right back with our WX resources and, of course, our infamous hashtag weatherfool. So stay tuned and uh, we'll be right back. This is Puerto Rican meteorologist Adam Monson. You're listening to Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. everybody time now for weather fools that's that segment where everybody channels hermione granger and they say what an idiot when they're out yeah. doing something <laughs> in the weather so kicking us off for tonight dina what do you have all right so this one is um from pat cavlin um and it was it was really cute he's doing his weather forecast and the computer kind of goes crazy and it makes him like a hundred little echoes of himself <laughs> in the background and it's kind of funny because he gets off, he gets on, but he was he handled it well. But it was so funny because he's like, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. It was just the <laughs> cutest and funniest thing ever because it kind of kept going on and on and on. So I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> it, it It's one of those things where like, hey, at least you handled it well. Oh, that's something that's I would not say. foolish. Yeah. That I was like nice. That. It's, it's, so cool. it's like a tortoiseshell yeah. cat. It is. Oh, but she's right like, here. Gracious, <laughs> gracious. Instead of being like F, God. God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, good job. All, All right. right, MJ, you got one from a viewer. All right, 
Yes, we've got a, a contributor, uh, the lawn guy, um, sent this to us. And I'll, if I can start it in here, just a moment. Um, he says, uh, what do you call someone driving through water like this? And the cones and parking barriers are actually floating by uh, along with you. Idiot. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Man. It's a weather. That, that person has to say, learn how to video idiot. in landscape mode and not portrait yeah, mode. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> that's that's another weather fools, the person wow. taking the video. I, I would say so, too. But yeah, so there they are uh, <laughs> driving through. When, around, when will drown. people learn? I know. I don't I don't understand that. But anyway. All right, Phil, you got one, too? I do. I'm 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 bringing it's going to be a little more somber. OK, I'm kind of bringing the whole podcast down a little bit. Uh, here we go. Uh, but uh -oh. this uh, just happened in uh, just actually this past week. Lightning strike at Clearwater Beach sends Ooh. two to the hospital. Uh oh, um, uh, victim is in critical condition, 37 year old. And then one in stable condition was 43. But both victims were trying to leave the beach when lightning struck. And uh, they got struck as well. Uh, one had CPR done on them by lifeguard. Oh, wow. Mm. wow. But so th the point is this, is, is, you know, sometimes this weather fool stuff, this is our weather ready nation contribution as an ambassador, right? Is to say th this is really serious. You know, sometimes we show stupid pictures of people with lightning strikes really close in the background. Mm -hmm. and, and we're trying to tell people, hey, don't, be you know when thunder roars go indoors and as silly yeah. as that is it's it's true and this is an example of of and i don't we don't know their situation right um it it, it could have been they just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time but likely if they're on the beach and they're leaving the beach maybe they just waited too long <laughs> yep lightning was coming yeah. but they're like ah, it's not that close yeah, yet they, they said they were trying to leave yeah well they were they were working on leaving but at what point, right? We don't know that. And and so it's just a reminder that lightning is extremely dangerous don't and you need to be lightning. careful. Yep. You need to be very careful and, and uh, be weather aware, be aware of all that stuff. Don't put yourself, and this is the time of the year that it always happens. Uh, the lightning deaths increase this time of year. Just, you got to be aware of this stuff. Now I saw the video that you had that kind of scrolled by almost like, like it was clear skies. Was it one of those bolts from the blue or was it something that it was <laughs> I, no, storms I, rolling in? Or? No, I've no whatever video it was <laughs> was probably a stock. Oh, stock okay, video. okay. Yeah, who knows? No yeah, get off the spring break sites, Phil. All right, just <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to check out those uh, those videos, you can go to stormfrontfreaks.com and uh, check out episode 109 in the show notes or on your podcast app. Very good. All right. We got uh, good old WX Resources. Uh, Dina. Yeah. The WX Resources is just one of those things where we try to share cool websites or apps or anything cool that helps with, with people who want to know more about weather. Uh, so I'm going to share one that I like. It's called weathernerds.org. Nice. And I love it because you get to, here's the main uh, page. It's weathernerds.org. You've got the home, you've got video satellite, you've got the numerical models. Um, so I love it. You, you can really kind of go through some of these and, and they're nice and colorful maps. You've got the European, the Canadian, the GFS, the her, everything mm. you, you could want. <laughs> and some of their satellite images are pretty nice. Like that's pretty sharp color. Mm -hmm. So anyway, check it out. There's a lot to it. 
I mean, honestly, I use it mainly for satellites and for models, but um, it's kind of a cool thing. You could check it out, uh, weathernerds.org. And I think Cheryl has something what? to join with us. Wow. All right, guys. Yes. Yeah, so actually mine, I already said my website, preparewithshare.com for preparedness information. But another one I really like is ready.gov. So that's another one you could check out all kinds of great information from FEMA there as well. And I don't have the cool way to pull it up like you guys did. That's okay. Is your picture that's on okay. that one too? Because you're like on every website. No, I, think, right? I don't have any pictures on that. I one. love it though. Oh, okay, I love okay. your I love your site though, preparewithshare.com. And I like the videos. It's it's great. Oh, I love it. Thanks, Dina. You're sweet. You're welcome. So you can check out any of these on episode 109 show notes on your stormfrontfreaks.com. Send me a postcard, drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. All right, time for the freak fan box, MJ. All right, uh, Luna Light, uh, one of our faithful viewers and listeners, checks in with us again. She says, at Stormfront Freak, I highly recommend to invite the Aussie Storm Chasers, Clive and Jane Herbert. They both are amazing people enjoying their retirement, chasing storms, spending their winter and spring in the USA. And then she gives a link to their Facebook page. So uh, thanks, Luna Light. Appreciate those suggestions as always. And uh, we welcome your comments and your suggestions as well and questions. Go to Twitter at Stormfront Freak, Facebook at Stormfront Freaks with an S, and on the web at stormfrontfreaks.com. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, before I go ahead and announce our next guest, uh, we always enjoy the reviews and appreciate the reviews of the show. Uh, so as MJ said, lots of different ways you could do that. Of course, the written ones we can always uh, share on the show as well. Uh, if you go to Apple Podcasts or you follow us on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a written review there uh, or just uh, drop us a note on Twitter at Stormfront Freak or the email that MJ talked about, questions mm -hmm. at Stormfront Freaks. Dot com and and always uh, if you like the show subscribe there's always should be a follow or subscribe button on the podcast app you happen to be uh, checking us out on uh, special thanks to our guest tonight Cheryl Nelson Cheryl thanks for joining us yeah we had a blast and, and that was yeah. a lot of fun so I uh, hope you hope you enjoyed that because we did. did our our next episode we're going to be recording live on YouTube and Facebook live on Thursday July 23rd. Uh, the normal time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. We're going to have a claim storm chaser, Brett Adair, is going to be with us. So I uh, look nice. forward to talking to Brett. Uh, he awesome. does a lot of chasing down in the southeast. Uh, and also, uh, I recently know he's he's preparing for the hurricane season as well and does some hurricane chasing. So that ought to be good. But uh, for MJ, for Maz, for Dina, and for Cheryl, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear. We get to catch you guys next time. So good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. 
Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.